Hello everyone, welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome back, you guys. And a happy belated Thanksgiving. This past weekend was Thanksgiving weekend, and I hope you all had just a great food-filled weekend with family or friends or, you know, loved ones at least. I love Thanksgiving. I think I'm eventually growing to love, and I know it's because this is just one of those times, one of those excuses where you're family can get together and just eat an outrageous amount of food and it all be normal and all be good. (laughs) This year we were able to have two family dinners, um, one with my boyfriend's family and one with my own family and that's usually how it goes but this year I decided to make myself on dessert duty and I made two pies this past weekend and they were so good and I also found out that my boyfriend doesn't even like pie. He's not a big, quote, pie person. Can you guys relate to this? Like, I I just can't understand it. I guess it's a texture thing. He doesn't like the mushy apples and apple pie. But it's like, what? That is like the best part of Thanksgiving dinner is the dessert of, is the pie. Regardless. I I guess I'm a pie girl, and I guess not everybody is, but um, yeah, it was a great weekend. We went for a big family walk and stopped off at a brewery. Actually, this was my first time this past weekend visiting Troubled Monk here in Red Deer, and I know, it's shocking. I'm a big Red Deer fan. I'm a big Red Deer girl. You guys know this, and the fact that I haven't been to Troubled Monk almost feels like shameful (laughs) i am i kind of like ashamed of that yes because it is such a staple and literally people are obsessed with that place it feels like and it feels like you just hear so much about it in town regardless this weekend was my first time we got to sit on the patio which was so beautiful the fact that it was thanksgiving weekend and after our walk i was so hot i was in shorts and like a little sweater and i was so hot it's like how is it how are we so lucky to have this beautiful weather even into october i feel like we're having a really nice fall i know we're right around the corner from the big s word but it's not here yet so let's not let's not rush it But my first experience at Troubled Monk, we went and sat on the patio and I got the, it was like a Dole Whip kettle sour and it was really good. I would actually definitely go back for another one. The thing about me, take me to a brewery, I will go through the list and find the sour. You know I'm not, I'm not a big beer girl, but I do like the vibes um, of breweries. But I just can't do a solid, a solid beer. I won't, I will not order my own beer. But the sours are always a nice alternative and this one was, it was pretty good. So overall, great experience, great patio. Would definitely go back and I guess I understand a bit more of the hype now that I've been there. (laughs) I guess I can add it to my like checklist from the summer 
breweries, even though it's completely not summer, so it doesn't, I don't know. Anyways, I can check it off my list that I've been to that Red Deer famous spot, I should say. But yeah, I hope you guys had a great weekend. It was, I hope it was an extra long weekend. For me it was, and it was just so nice to just take a little bit of time to spend with your family. I feel like as I get older, and I know I'm, this doesn't apply to everyone, and this is, I'm very fortunate to be able to say this, but as I get older, I really look forward to, like, Thanksgiving dinner, Easter dinner, Christmas dinner, like, all of the holiday dinners that you just always have that excuse to get together. I feel like the older I get, the more I really am looking forward to sitting down with all of our families and just catching up and have that, um, have that time together. I don't know. Is that part of growing up? The fact that you, I don't like, what am I trying to say here? Rather than feeling like these holiday dinners are an obligation and not that I ever felt that way, but I think it's just part of growing up to realize, no, you're actually lucky to get all of these family dinners if that's the case. So yeah, speaking of growing up, as you can see by the title, we are talking about a few ways I have grown up in my 20s and I can't wait to get into it because once again, I'm feeling a little chatty. <laughs> I'm feeling chatty. That's exactly why I have this podcast. But before we get into ways I've grown up in my 20s, I also quickly wanted to mention an event that's coming up that I am so excited to be a part of. It is the Hebe Beauty Bar Hebe Social. <laughs> this is their second annual Hebe Social and it's going to be really fun. For those of you who don't know, Hebe Beauty Bar is a locally owned business in Red Deer here. They are a medi spa here in Red Deer. So they do injectables, you know, Botox, filler, as well as facials, chemical peels, etc. The list goes on. These guys really do quite a lot of services and I'm so happy to be a part of their social event. So it's basically an event that allows you to discover the latest aesthetic technology products while enjoying just the company of others, refreshments, you know, mingling, whatnot, and get get the insight of what their studio is all about and how they can help you along your skincare journey. You guys know I am not a expert in skincare, but I think it would be really cool just to go and get educated and maybe learn a few tips and tricks to start investing in my skin. What does that process look like? What what can I do to take steps towards taking care of my skin? But yeah, there's going to be permanent jewelry offered. There's going to be discounts on skincare, you know, special package pricing, new membership opportunities. The list goes on and you can find out all of the information on the Hebe Beauty Bar page, but I thought I would shout it out here because I will be also there um, with the 20-something girl podcast and we're just going to be chatting. We're going to be mingling. I'm just going to be bouncing around the room, talking and getting to know people, asking 
what would you do differently for your skincare in your 20s, um, etc. So it's going to be a really fun night. That's coming up on October 26th, so it's a Thursday. So like I said, head to the Hebe Beauty Bar Instagram page. I'll share the, the information on the 20-something girl podcast page as well, but I thought I would mention it on here in case anybody listening is looking for a fun night out. Also, it's just fun. Grab a girlfriend and just just come check it out. It sounds like it's going to be a really great event. At least come say hi to me. <laughs> so, I wanted you guys to hear about it on here before we got into the episode. Like I said, October 26th. It's a Thursday. Thursday night. Catch me at Hebe Beauty Bar. So today I wanted to talk about ways I've grown in my 20s. I'm going to be talking about some points of realization I've had since officially being in my mid-20s. If you listened to last week's episode, you would have heard me talk about how turning 25 came with different realizations of who I am specifically going into this next year. That's kind of the mindset I took on when talking about turning 25 because it is a milestone and what kind of person am I going into this new age? Even if you aren't turning, you know, one of those milestone ages, I think it's really important to just check in with, okay, how am I treating people? How am I treating myself? What are the ways I am actively growing as a person going into this next chapter of my life. And since this next chapter of my life has started, it's literally been like a couple weeks of being in my quote mid-20s, I, yeah, I've just been really thinking about how have I like started to grow up in my 20s and I thought it would be a really fun topic to get into today. So let's just do it. The first way I've grown up in my 20s is realizing I'm not always right and I am capable of hurting others' feelings. We are jumping right into it. We are starting off strong here. I feel like this might seem like an obvious point. Like, yeah, Courtney, it's called being a considerate person, you know, realizing you're not always right and realizing that you do have the power to hurt other people's feelings. But honestly, when I think about a younger version of me, say the 18-year-old that just graduated high school, thinks she knows everything because she's, quote, an adult and can legally order a vodka crayon at the local dive bar, you know, she, that version was slightly oblivious to the fact that her story isn't the only version of something. And I think one of my favorite parts about growing up so far and is discovering how I like to be treated, therefore, I think about how I am treating others. You know, that 18-year-old version I just described, I feel like we, this is normal and at 18 you just think, quite honestly, the world kind of revolves around you and it's only, it's only your story. And I think one of the beautiful parts, like I said, about growing up is realizing and trying to figure out and understand another person's perspective. And the fact that you can be wrong 
and everything will be okay. You know, there's some situations where you are in the wrong and maybe you've hurt someone else's feelings and okay, how do we deal with that? How do we, how do we come back from that? Because that is going to happen in life. We don't want it to. We don't, we don't like being wrong, but if we were always right, that would be kind of boring and we would know everything. And that's just never going to be the case. I think even, I don't know, even when we're say 50, we're still going to be learning stuff. We're still going to be wrong. We're still going to be learning how to, um, you know, come back from hurting someone's feelings. It's just a circle and cycle of life, I should say, that I think just as a sign of growing up, realizing that you play a part in that cycle. And yeah, part of that growth is discovering that I can and I have hurt people's feelings before. They may have hurt mine too, but it's now kind of realizing and coming into the perspective of, quote, being in the other person's shoes. I think the more we lean into this, it's helpful in problem solving because it may help you see where the other person is coming from. It also helps with communicating with partners or friends or coworkers, just everybody in our life. I think realizing that there are two different perspectives in every single scenario allows us to be a more thoughtful and um, mindful person. And I think that's just honestly a part of growing up and personal growth is taking your mind out of the, how does this affect me? How did this person affect me, hurt me, whatever. And also giving space for that. I'm not saying that growth is taking that perspective away. I'm saying that giving space for that as well as, okay, what kind of role did I play in this situation? What kind of role am I adding or taking away from this situation? It's just really interesting. And I think that's one of, like I keep saying, the biggest ways I've grown up and learned how to um, deal with relationships, whether it be friendships, you know, in a workplace, partners, whatever. It's just, okay, it's time to start thinking of others rather than thinking you're, you know everything, you know best, you know everything, etc. I think this point perfectly ties in to my next point is I have learned to communicate. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but I have learned that it is important to speak up and to have a voice. I don't know about you, but I 100% was that young teenager that did not speak up. I remember like being in a grocery store and seeing someone from school say, my parents would be like, oh look, it's so-and-so. And I would be like, oh my gosh, mom, why are you making me, like, 
say hi. Like, why are you making this such a big deal? Like, stop bringing attention to the fact that I know that person. It's so embarrassing. Why would you want me to say hi to a person I know? Like, that is just crazy. (laughs) But, like, I 100% was that teenager. And I think, you know, when you're a teenager, you're just weird. (laughs) Like, everything seems embarrassing and, like, a big deal. And just, it's just a funny time. And I see it now when I you know, encounter a rare teenager, you can just see that in them as well. The, like, I just want to be as not noticeable. Is that the right term? You know, you don't want to be noticeable. You don't want to be the center of the tension all all the time, etc. You know, that would just be ridiculous. But seriously, when you're younger, sometimes it's easier to stay silent and not express how you feel or what you want to say to certain people or, you know, apparently it's hard to even acknowledge people you know because I think we are so scared that if we say something, it might make us seem uncool or weird. Like, that's just a thing when you're younger, is you overanalyze, over-criticize, everything you're doing, including what you're saying, what you're doing, etc. But I think, honestly, a part of growing up is realizing you should say hi to someone you know if you see them in the grocery store. You should tell that random stranger that you love their sweater because you genuinely do. You know, I love coming into a new voice and figuring out, you know, how can I interact with people. And I don't know, when I say it out loud, it almost sounds so basic, but it's so real. Like, at one point, we do have to grow up and start talking to people, and we have to start communicating how we feel, what we want, you know, our needs, etc. And we can take it one step further, you know, learning how to express your needs and wants, your interests, etc. to partners or friends is so crucial in the conversation of growing up. And I think your 20s is a place where you are allowed the freedom to find your people that aren't going to find your interests or aren't going to find your jokes weird. You know, it's the time where you're just trying to figure out who you are and what you like and how do I tell people that? How do I interact with people in a true-to-myself way? Like, as soon as we realize that having communication as a skill and in our back pocket is game-changing, it's over, you know? It's like, that's, that's the turning point right there. Because as much as we may think people can, they just straight up cannot read your mind. And you have to speak up for what you want or how you're feeling or else you're the one that's going to be disappointed. And I think that's a really big key in learning how to communicate, growing up learning how to communicate too, because you, you, when you're not saying and you're not expressing how you feel or what's on your mind and someone gets it wrong, it is disappointing, especially when you thought my silence was so obvious. Like, how did they not know? Well, you have to spell things out for people. 
because put yourself in the other person's shoes, you can't read their mind. You don't know what they're going through either. So learning to communicate, I think, is a huge step in growing up, and it's just a funny one because at one point, we eventually just decide one day to start talking and decide one day to start complimenting random people and saying hi to people we may know in the grocery store. Like, one day we just, we just grow up and realize that, you know what, it is kind of silly not to speak up and, and communicate with people. It is kind of silly, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, the next point I have about ways I've grown, grown up in my 20s is I have started prioritizing time with loved ones. You know, it's actually so funny as we get older how our relationships and friendships change and how we actually prioritize them change too. I think when we're young, it's easy to take advantage of the fact that it takes basically zero effort to see your friends. Like, you show up to class and they're there. You show up to dance, they're there. And I think a part of growing up, especially in your 20s, is realizing that everybody is going a million directions and all of a sudden, you aren't able to just meet up anytime. Some friends are in school, some friends are traveling the world, some friends are working night shifts, some are also juggling the schedule of their kids. You know, you get the point. But I think your 20s, there's a very large adjustment period to having people at your fingertips and not having them anymore. And I think that translates into eventually prioritizing and you know, really taking advantage of the time you do get to spend with people and even if it is a dinner once a month, it's like that dinner is going to be the best two hours of your life because you're catching up with someone you really, really care about. And also, I mean, on a personal level too, it's like I want to carve out time for those dinners with my friends. I want to you know, make time to go to the corn maze for someone's birthday. I I want that because we don't want to lose those connections of the special people in our lives either. And it's just trying to find a balance of, okay, we might not be able to see each other for three weeks, but you know that Friday in three weeks is like ours. And nothing, nothing can trump it because it is top priority. And I think it's just a part of growing up because we all start to build our own lives at different paces that it is such an adjustment period, especially right after high school. It's like, okay, that person used to be right here all the time and now they're not. It feels like they're, you know, abandoning me or something like that, you know? When, no, they're actually just on their grind. Like, they're actually trying to make money at the the bar and it happens, their shift goes to like 2 a.m. You know, it's just everybody finds their own routine and within these special friendships and, you know, even fam- with family, like I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, we, I think it's part of growing up that you don't take the time you have with 
friends or family or loved ones for granted anymore. And of course, you know, we never meant to before. It's just, it just happens. It's just the way, you know, it plays out when you're around all your friends in high school. But as you get older, it is so apparent that if you want someone in your life and you want them as a priority in your life, you have to genuinely carve out time and make such a strong effort to make them a priority. They're just not put there anymore. You know what I mean? You have to carve out the time. You have to make people, you have to remind people that yes, you are very, very important to me and the time we spend together is so important to me and I want the most of it that's possible. (laughs) I think going along with this point, there's also, as we grow up and as we realize that life literally can take us a million different directions, that you don't have, you may not have all the time in the world that you think you do. And people's lives can change so, so fast. You know, maybe next week you get a job that takes you across the country. Or maybe in the next month you meet someone that you move to a different country in order to be with them. It's just, as we get older, the realization that nothing is permanent and you do have to take advantage of every single moment you have with people because life can change and it can change quickly. So I think that's definitely a key way of growing up in your 20s is learning how to prioritize your loved ones. Okay, the last point I have to this topic today is invest in yourself. And I think this learning how to invest in yourself comes with growing up and especially in your 20s. You know, I'm not just talking about investing in yourself in a way that costs you a lot of money. I'm talking about investing in your happiness, investing in your priorities and beliefs. It is such a realization that when as we get older, as we grow, we are responsible for taking care of ourselves and our own well-being. Of course, we have people in our corner helping us along the way, but I think one of the biggest ways I've grown in my 20s so far is learning how to invest in myself and therefore take care of myself in a way. You know, this looks like not doing things you don't want to do and really picking and choosing what aligns with what you actually want, not the pressures of friends or pressures of family. It's investing in your own happiness and who you actually are. You know, one way this looks like is not spreading yourself too thin. You know, if you've had a long, quote, one of those weeks, You can say yes to recharging and investing into getting yourself back to 100% rather than feel obligated to go out and, and go out all night, you know, and not take care of yourself in that way because that's not what you needed. 
I think it also goes into the idea of learning that you are worth it. You are worth spending time on. You are worth investing in. And I think we once, sorry, I think once we grasp that concept, we also know what we can expect from others too. When I think investing, I think worth. And one way we can grow is learning that we are straight up worth it. We are just worth um, taking the time to figure out what is best for us and not necessarily thinking about other people in doing so. You know, another example of investing in yourself is spending time to acknowledge what your goals are and who you actually are. What do you like? You know, spend time with yourself and figure it out. Spend time and do yourself a favor and invest in these things that make you happy. Our 20s are the years to try everything, to discover who we are without any influence from external sources, aka parents, the cool kids at school, etc. You know, we owe it to ourselves to now take charge and invest time and energy into finding all of these things out. I think it just comes with growing up and investing in yourself looks like so many different ways, but it's so important because we, at the end of the day, are the only ones that know you know, what our body needs, what is going to make us truly happy, what our passions are, what our goals are. Therefore, if we're the only people that know that, we're the only people that can give all of those factors, the time and energy and the efforts that they need, you know, to be able to to be true and genuine to ourselves. And I think that right there is just the concept of investing in ourselves and making sure that at the end of the day, it is important to take care of yourself. It's important to um, be happy and you are worth all of these things. It is such a really important reminder that you are worth investing in because you just owe it to yourself. But with that being said, that's my last point on ways I've grown <laughs> grown up in my 20s now that I'm officially a mid-20s girl. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and listening to a few key points of what I've learned so far. The list could go on and this I could probably go on talking for like another 30 minutes, but I'm not going to. Maybe I'll save the rest for another day. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you thought. Maybe let me know ways you've grown in your 20s. My DMs are open and I'm waiting to hear how you've grown in your 20s. So yeah, another reminder, don't forget to check out the Hebe Beauty Bar Social that is happening October 26th because I will see you there. I just know it. I will see you there. (laughs) 
Okay, you guys, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day, and yeah, bye guys.